What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with consumer education to leverage your power as a consumer within this United States corporation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, no debit. Welcome to the episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome to a new episode of the CAT Podcast, aka Consumer ammunition tactics podcast hopefully y'all feeling blessed hopefully y'all feeling amazing hopefully y'all feeling great you know what i'm saying uh how was y'all week i'll be asking y'all questions like y'all can answer me but hopefully y'all hopefully y'all week was great um as you can see in the title we're gonna be basically talking about a mindset episode and i want to just talk about why your credit score shouldn't be high we'll get into that it might be like a short episode and I just think it's real important for me to just be in y'all ear every week, you know, whether I'm talking about removing student loans or if I'm talking about, you know, just the credit stuff I be talking about, consumer laws or just any mindset thing like today. Right. So that's the whole purpose of the episode, because the whole purpose of the cat podcast is really which I think y'all know. Just to give y'all that education, give y'all that motivation, give y'all that situation to where you'll be in a better situation. All right, so updates. First of all, if y'all are not following the CA Tactics LLC page, you low-key disrespectful because we give you all this value, all this game. Unless somehow this is like the first episode you're listening to, which I doubt, but... We give you all this game, all this sauce, you know what I'm saying? And you ain't followed our business page? You're crazy, you feel me? Nah, but uh, make sure y'all follow that page. If you want to tap in with me personally, you know, you can go to at Mike O. Benjamin, M-I-C-H-O-B-E-N-J-A-M-I-N. I won't take a personal if you don't want to tap in with me personally. Um, if you're just here for the podcast, then, you know, you're here for the podcast. If you're here for the business, you're here for the business. So... How was y'all weekend? Y'all can't answer me, huh? Right, let me stop playing. <laughs> yeah, man, my weekend, man. I want to give y'all a transparent moment. My weekend was real, real crazy because it goes back to Turo. And on, on like a serious note, a lot of people out here, a lot of these so-called mentors and things like that, Not, I'm not even just talking about Turo, but... But we're talking about Turo. With Turo, they might just show the glitz and the glamour. They might just show the good stuff. But I say that to say, you guys have seen my personal IG. You've probably seen where I posted the transparent moment with my Tesla. I think it was like the 12V battery issue or something like that. So basically, that whole thing came up again. So if if you're not familiar with Tesla, when something like that happens... You can call mobile service and they'll just come to wherever your vehicle's at. They'll fix it. They'll be on their way. So I don't remember when I made that post about the Tesla 12V battery, but I think the whole issue was like before that post. So basically, the 12V battery issue came up again. But the bad thing was that a renter had the vehicle, right? So it became a whole crazy thing this whole weekend 
because basically, if you guys don't know, my vehicles are in um, Vegas. Right. So the people that rented the vehicle, they drove all the way to Arizona. So because it was in Arizona. And the notice started popping up again about the 12V battery. That brought to my attention that maybe the dude that quote unquote fixed it a couple months ago did not fix it because the battery shouldn't be going out like that quickly. So basically the issue came where the people were in Arizona and they were trying to um, like charge the vehicle and they were basically like stranded. So it's like, how were they going to, you know, get back home if the vehicle wasn't working, like the whole battery and everything. So what had had to happen, we, we fixed it through, you know, getting a towing company. I had to get a towing company to bring the vehicle all the way back to Vegas. So I took an L on that. You know, I spent that money. I spent that bread, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, you just got to charge it to the game because it is part of the game. And I just say that to say most most people, you know, most of these people that you might consider mentors or people you look up to as far as like the Turo car rental space, they might not be showing negative aspects of it. Right. But the ones I'm not I'm not saying that nobody is doing nobody's showing you like the negative aspects and stuff. But I'm saying that when people are trying to sell something, they might only be showing you the good part with me because I don't I'm not going to say I don't care about Turo, but. I got I got more than just Turo going on, right? So it's like if I have my hands in multiple things, I'm not gonna be as attached to Turo if that makes sense. And Turo's just I just look at it as um, you know, just a stream of income. I look at it as I'm not trying to be emotional to these cars and things like that. And that brings me to my next point, which I think is a lesson you should know from my situation, right? Just dealing with the whole issue with the vehicle. I had to pay a lot of bread to tow from Arizona to Vegas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was pretty costly. Um, I had to just make sure the people that were renting the vehicle weren't, you know, in the worst mood. Obviously, you don't want to rent a vehicle and then it's having issues. But it was it was just a whole crazy situation. But my whole point is that when it comes to car rentals, and Turo, I don't know if I mentioned it in the episode when I was talking about what you should consider before you even start. One thing I want you all to consider, too, is what is your exit strategy, right? Are you looking at Turo as I'm just going to pay off the entire car payment, you know, from the from the profits and then I'm going to continue renting on Turo or like what am I what, what are you going to do type stuff? So from today with the Tesla issue. The people that rented it, they got a refund. They have to get a refund because, you know, the whole issue that was going on. So, I mean, I lost money on that. And because I lost money on it, you know, I'm going to have to pay for it even more because of the fact that I had to pay for the towing, right? So, it's like, you really got to be built different, I guess, because you're going to come across negative situations, right? Cars are always on some... BS with um, your car. Maybe you bought a vehicle where the dealership was doing some kind of finesse. Maybe they didn't tell you about everything that was going on. But that gets into a deeper conversation when we talk about the consumer laws, right? But we're not even going to go that deep today. But I say that to say, if, you, if you're going to do Turo, understand what your exit strategy is. 
are you, like I said, are you going to pay the car payments and then you're going to continue to have it? Are you going to pay the car payments off? And then are you going to sell it? Like, because let's say you have a $40,000, a car that's worth $40,000, right? The car note might be like 50 or 60K. As soon as you pay it off, if you sell it, you're going to get that profit. So now what are you going to do with that profit? Are you going to go invest it? Are you going to go get a new vehicle? You know what I'm saying? So you want to really understand what your exit strategy is. Because um, I think that can really guide you moving forward. And an additional lesson too. Because the whole weekend was like really stressful as far as that whole situation went. I know it was stressful for the people that rented. I know it was stressful, you know, going back and forth because, you know, it's, it's more stressful because I'm not physically out there in Vegas. So it's like I'm hearing things left and right. These people are in Arizona. Um, they're out of range. They're supposed to be in Vegas. So it's just a lot of stuff that was going on. Right. And my whole point in bringing that up is that sometimes you got to do stuff to know that it's not for you. Right. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that, oh, I'm doing Turo and I'm realizing it's not for me, but I'm not, I'm not going to say that that ain't crossed my mind. Right. Because when you go through certain adversities, when you're doing something, whether it's business, whether it's life or whatever, you might start to realize some stuff about yourself. And what I would recommend is that sometimes you got to actually just do it to know if it's for you or if it's not for you, right? Because I would rather do something and then fail, maybe stress out from it and figure out that it wasn't for me and then I can hop out versus I don't do it and I'm wondering my whole life. You know what I'm saying? So... Just a couple lessons learned from the weekend with um, everything that went on with the whole Turo car. Update as well. Cat friends, right? I already told y'all about it last week. My cat friends, my cat friends, my cat friends, my only fans. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just playing. No, I'm playing. <laughs> but my cat friends, man, you can go ahead and join my cat friends circle if you want. It's in the link in my bio. Oh, actually... So today is actually the last day you can join. So depending on when you're listening to it, it's not going to be available until November 1st. Because um, if you listen to the podcast on time, then you're going to know that it's not available. But the reason why I'm doing it to where I'm removing the link until November 1st is because I want to reward the people that actually signed up on time. Because uh, we're going to really be going in deeper on those weeks where I've removed the link, right? So I'm going to be giving them game and just rewarding them, you know, because I respect anyone that locks in with me. I respect anyone that locks in with the information I have to bring to the table. Because you could put your dollars anywhere, but for you to choose to spend it with me, I really appreciate that. And then I had posted something um, this weekend on my story just talking about. Just talking about this app that allows you to pretty much report your rent payments. It's, 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 the app is called Boom. And it's better than Rent Reporters and Rental Karma because it reports to all three bureaus and it's cheaper. Um, I may drop a separate episode just talking about it. But if you follow me on social media, you probably saw me talk about it. I talked about it more on my cat friends. I broke it down even more. And yeah, I, I just say that to say. As far as the cat friends, I really appreciate everyone that invests. Even though it's only $25 currently right now, it's probably going to be 
$100 per month, depending on when you're listening to it. But it's just, um, it's just a cheap subscription service to be able to get a huge return on your investment and being around like-minded people that invested. And you got to understand that when you're investing in the cat friends or even just investing with me, you're not investing. You're not necessarily paying me, if that makes sense. You're paying yourself because you're investing in yourself to be able to get the information that's going to change your situation. You know what I'm saying? So y'all got to really understand that. And then on top of that, you got to understand where I'm coming from. I just started a new mentorship over the last week, right? That, that was also part of my week too. My week's been real, real crazy, real, real crazy busy besides like handling and dealing with clients and stuff, hiring people for uh, cat and all that. But you're basically investing with someone that's always investing in themselves. I encourage y'all to really analyze uh, y'all mentors, whoever you consider a mentor to you, right? Whether it's like me or somebody else, right? If they're not constantly investing in themselves, can you really be trusting to invest in them? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to really assess what they're doing. And I just encourage y'all to even ask, like, you know, when was the last time you invested in yourself? When was the last time you were in a mentorship or something? Just ask, just ask your mentors. Just kind of analyze what they're doing, right? While I may not be posting about where... I'm investing my money into or who I'm investing my money with as far as like mentorship. I mean, you're hearing me say here on the podcast, right? Because like the podcast is where we be chopping it up. So you might hear me say it here and there. But I say that to say, if you invest in the cat friends, you're investing in a circle of people that's like-minded like you. You're investing with someone that always is investing themselves in me, right? And I'm talking about myself. So yeah, just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. So next update, next update. So I did some manufacturing spending today. I want y'all to go back and listen to the manufacturing spending episode if you haven't. And yeah, just keep that in mind. I just wanted to say that. I don't even know why I said that, but you know, I said that. All right, let's get into the episode. We like 30, 40 minutes in. We haven't even gone into the topic of discussion. All right, listen, 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 listen. So we're going to talk about why your credit score should not be high. Why your credit score should not be high. So why is that, Michael? The reason why your credit score should not be high is because we have to really take into consideration leverage, right? So I consider myself the credit alchemist. You know, I turn credit to gold, the whole nine. So... As someone that's like making those kind of movements, making those kind of finesses, those credit finesses, I have to understand that my credit cannot be perfect, right? When I say your credit score shouldn't be high, I'm saying that you shouldn't really look at it as, oh, my score has to be like 850 and all that, right? If you get to the 800s, all right, you're cool. You got, you got to the 800s. But the thing is with credit, you've got to use it. I always say Credit is useless when used less. You want to use credit a lot. You want to use your credit a lot, right? If you're using your credit, obviously the score is going to decrease. The score is going to fluctuate, I'll say. But let's say you apply for something new. Your score is going to decrease. Whether we talk about the fact that you got a new inquiry, whether we talk about the fact that 
your history is going to go down, your average age of history because it's a new card or something like that. So you just got to understand that your credit score shouldn't necessarily always be high like that. I'm not telling you to be in the 400s. <laughs> like, let's not, let's not get it messed up now. But I'm just saying, like, you got to really be in that mindset when it comes to credit that I've got to use it, right? Credit is there to be used. That's why we talk about leverage. How are you leveraging your credit, right? Are you just having an 850 just to boost your own ego? Or are you using that 850 to go ahead and get some uh, cards for Turo? Are you using that 850 to go ahead and get you some cards, maybe business credit cards that are 0% interest and you can start an Airbnb for free? Are you using that 850 to go ahead and start that lash, that eyelash business, that makeup business that you could do for free based off of leveraging that good credit, getting that 0% interest card, using the manufacturer spending tactics to take the money off of the business credit cards and then you know going make going to make the move that you need to make. Are you using that good credit to go ahead and get you a real estate property? Are you using that good credit to go ahead and invest in yourself, right? You 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 got to understand that when it comes to investing in yourself, you can literally use it. You can literally invest in yourself off of free credit, right? Any product that anyone you follow is selling, right? It could be whatever I'm selling, right? It could be my future mentorship right? Let's say I charge $2,000. If you have that good credit, you can go get you a 0% interest card. Maybe it's 0% for 12 months or something like that. And you have like a, let's say $5,000 limit on the low end. You put $2,000 on there out of the 5,000. If it's a business credit card, you can, you still got $3,000. You can max it out if you want to. Now you're in a mentorship for free because you're around me you're already going to make the money back like with confidence, right? As long as you execute on the information. So I say this to say credit is life. Credit rules everything around us, right? So you really got to understand we have the conversation now of should my credit really be perfect? Should my credit really have that great score? Should my credit really be in the situation where I'm not actually using it? Or should my credit be where I'm using it and I'm not worried about the fluctuation of my score, I've already told y'all, your credit score doesn't matter. It's about the report, right? And with using your credit, with leveraging your credit, your score is going to fluctuate. But we don't even care about the score. Okay, you got an 800. Screenshot it, you know, tat it on yourself, print it out, uh, frame the picture. Now let's go leverage our credit, right? Because we don't want to just have good credit just to be cute. We want to have good credit so that we can actually leverage it, right? You want to leverage your credit. You have to use it, right? You got to think. All of these people that are like uh, rich and everything, they use credit. It's off of credit. The good debt that you see people have, they buy all these properties, it's off of credit. They're not using their own money. They're using other people's money. And again, that goes deeper when we talk about the consumer laws. When I'm saying OPM, other people's money. You got to look at it as, is it really other people's money or is it your money, right? As a consumer. But we're not, but like I said, we're not even going to go that deep today. We're going to, you know, stay a little surface, a little deep, but you know. So you got to really understand. You got to ask yourself, look at, look, at your, look at yourself in the mirror. You, you're not asking yourself, you're telling yourself. You got to tell yourself, my credit score should not be this high, right? 
if your if your credit score is high, I'm not like I said, I'm not telling you to have a 500 credit score and be looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, "Oh, my credit score shouldn't be high." Your credit score should be high if you have a 500. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So just really, once you get to those 750s and above, if you stay in like the 760s, 770s, 750s, you know, and you're using your credit here and there, then you're in a good position. But to me, it's no reason why you should constantly have like an 840, 850, because that tells me that you're not using your credit. You got to look at your last reported credit card. Do you have an average age of like 16 years and the last credit card you got was like 15 years ago? That means you're not using your credit, right? When was the last auto loan you had? When was the last uh, personal loan you had? When was the last time you used your credit for manufactured spending, right? You really should be doing it consistently. So really just understand because as far as manufactured spending, that's like printing money, basically. You're just getting free money off of basic moves, right? We got a whole episode just going over a different place. So go back and listen to that manufactured spending episode if you need to. But my whole point, I just really wanted to drill it into y'all mindset your credit score shouldn't be perfect. Your credit score shouldn't be high, right? It goes back to the title. So really just understand and be in that mindset of, okay, I need to leverage my credit. Okay, Michael said my credit score shouldn't be perfect. My credit score shouldn't be that high. How can I leverage my credit today? You want to just boost your credit and make it attractive, like the episode I dropped, to the point that you can go to lenders and get what you want. Once you get what you want, we want to be able to invest that money into something that's going to bring us passive income, into something that's going to bring us income for generations, into something that's going to bring us that fast income, right? That cash flow, right? We just want to be in that cash flow. We just want to be in that situation, the most ideal situation to understand that our money is going to work for us. You got to look at your money as something that's, that's like your soldier, right? Once you get that good credit, you get access to those soldiers. Now it's time to put those soldiers to work. Okay, you go over here and you do you do this. Or you go over here and you do something else, right? Just really understand that your credit, your credit score, all of that, it doesn't need to be perfect. It should not ever be perfect because you should be constantly using it. Don't just have your credit there just looking cute, not doing no work, right? So yeah, man, I just wanted to give y'all a little bit of mindset. Hopefully y'all have a blessed week. Hopefully y'all have an amazing day. With that being said, make sure y'all leave a review. Make sure y'all share it with your homies, um, your mom, share it with your dog. You know what I'm saying? And y'all have a blessed one. Thanks so much for listening to the Cap Podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. I sincerely appreciate you. But remember, your credit score is where it's at because you ain't get with Cap. So get with Cap and we're going to make it like that. You feel me? All right. Have a blessed one.